date is June 15th, and this is the very first episode of Hold My Whistle. I'm your host, Paul Agloni, with my co-host, Sean Foy. Hey, what's up? And we are your new sports podcast. Um, just want to introduce ourselves real quick. Uh, me and Sean are best friends since 2002 when we played football at the best junior college in California, Santa, Santa Barbara, Barbara City. City. The Vacs are back. Oh, the best six and four team that school has ever seen. Great season. Great friends. Great memories. Um, I'm sure you'll hear a lot more about it because all we do is talk about our yeah. past. That we, we can't stop living in, in the past sometimes. So, you know, every once in a while we have to uh, let it out. I only started one game and I will talk about that one game forever. Who, who did you start against? East L.A. <laughs> yeah, that game was over at halftime. Half the team's last name was Sanchez. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, after 2002, um, we just kept in touch. I actually moved to Santa Barbara from the South Bay Area, a little town called Morgan Hill. Um, after my one season, didn't play two at junior college. I did one. I only needed one. He was uh, too good. I, the stat book was filled. Um, moved back home, and I started coaching. But every May, me and... Uh, the group of us that played at City College and just a, a group of us that stayed friends would uh, keep in touch with a fishing trip and just stay in contact with big life moments. And the whole now I live in the same town as uh, my buddy Foy here in the San Ynez Valley, just east of Santa Barbara. And life is good. Yeah. Um, so a little bit off that, you know, in when we when we started uh, junior college, Paulo was one of those guys that. You didn't know him, but he just fit in. It, he started showing up at our house, spending the night sleeping on the couch, sometimes days on end. And it's like, dude, don't you have a home? But it was cool, though. You know, it's like that those memories started from, from that point on, and it was just like he belonged. You know? I slept on your uncle's couch for two weeks at a time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember those days. There is a dirty sweat stain <laughs> on the, the armrest facing the TV. Oh, I'm sure. And I think you broke the bottom of that couch. That was the second couch. Oh, okay. It just got replaced. Yeah. And then eventually from that couch, Paulo graduated and moved into my house. Uh, that was like 2009, something like that. I, I, I wanted to get out of my hometown and because it was so close to San Jose, it was booming and... The San Ynez Valley, where we live now, reminded me of Morgan Hill in the early 90s and when it, in my childhood, a little country town, and it still has that feel now, and I, I love living here, but I always wanted to get back, and so, you know, whenever I was in a financial trouble or a heartache, I, you know, I had a couple of bad breakups, <laughs> I'd call Sean and be like, I'm moving in, Yeah, I'm moving down south, and... and and we welcomed him with open arms, like, I was newly, no, I was... Uh, no, I hadn't not been married, married, not not married, married yet, but you, almost. Yeah. It was on the verge. I think we you, might have You been, had a baby. We did have a baby. Oh, no, she was pregnant. Yes, <laughs> we were engaged, but we decided to do it the opposite way. Hey, nothing wrong with that. It's a sign of the times, you know? It's a sign of the times. <laughs> hey, it's, it's all right if you're traditional, you know? You, you do the whole marriage, hey, then kids, and then we and both, all that. I, I married my wife when she was eight months pregnant, so... And there's nothing wrong with that. No, I love her. Yeah, as long as that's there, it, it's cool. Yeah. But, you know, um, and then Paula moved in with us, 
He stayed for about six months, maybe eight, maybe ten. And then he moved home for a little bit and eventually found his way back to us. And now he's a permanent resident. And we're happy to have him. And this whole time, uh, I was between Morgan Hill and uh, living in the San Inez Valley, uh, Sean and I both have been coaching football. I've coached at my old high school, Live Oak, home of the mighty acorns. <laughs> Green and yellow. It notable out my eye color. Hey. It brings out my eye Notable color. alumni. Notable alumni. Jeff Ulbrich and Jared Allen. And CIF championships. We uh, have, oh, there's, and there's a handful more. Small handful. We, uh, we one more drafted into the Canadian Football League this oh, year. Oh, recently. That was your boy. Absolutely. Blair Zur. Yeah. Big shout out Big to Blair Big to him. Good Absolutely. Um, but yeah, we've always been coaching. And so when I came back in to um, the Valley, I took a, a year or two to think about things. And uh, Sean was coaching with the staff here in San Inez. And I fell in love with the team. Um, I got an opportunity to coach. And now I am the head JV football coach going into my fifth season. I don't know how that's happened. <laughs> leadership skills totally organized <laughs> and at the same time my good friend foy is a linebacker guru i wouldn't say that but you know i get good kids and they work hard they make me look good so that you know i'm I'm thankful and blessed with the talent that you know that's been provided for me i just try to point them in the right direction uh but yeah just and the tradition here we love we love it and you know, living here now with my best friend, it's it's hard not to talk sports and talk about our history and our past and in the future. And so we just thought we'd bring it down into a, a podcast. And so now we are here with our very first podcast. Super excited to to do this podcast with our producer, Randy Romero. Want a big shout out here. Big shout out. Big shout out. Uh, also, we'll have his podcast. Um, Cinema Adventures. Cinema Adventures yeah. will be debuting very soon. June, 20, June 24th? Yeah. June 24th. First movie up for review is Jurassic World. Fallen, Fallen Kingdom. Don't forget the Fallen Kingdom part because that's part two. What Chris, Evan, what, what Chris is, is starring in this? It's Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. At least Star-Lord. Star-Lord. Oh, God. Come on. Aven- is he Avenger? You know, no, he was not, in the Avenger he's movie. Guardian though. of the Galaxy. Guardian of the Galaxy. Come on. God damn it. Get, I love get his your green stuff wife. together. What's his green wife's name? Oh, um, Zoe Zeldana. Yeah, well, yeah. I, what's her name? Gamora. 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 Yeah, Thanos' Gamora. daughter. Oh, yeah, it is Thanos' daughter. Yeah, it is. And He's playing Rachel, a dangerous game. And Rachel Lee Cook is his other daughter, right? The other one with the, the robot-looking Oh, one. yeah, that is Rachel Lee Cook. It is Rachel Lee Cook, right? She was the... Yeah, she's the one... She, Joni and the Pussycats. Yeah, and uh, Freddie Prince, she's all that. She's... Oh. <laughs> Come on. That's the only reason I remember her. Uh, yeah, she, that's like her best movie. Oh, my goodness. Love her. <laughs> so, here we are, you know, um, friends for, God, what year is it? 2018? Yeah. Like 16 six, years. 16 years, you know, yeah. different backgrounds, winding up in the same small town. Like, we're both kind of transplants. Yeah, where'd you come from? Um, <laughs> you were born somewhere else too, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, I was born in Lafayette, Louisiana. My dad worked offshore. Uh, I was there for two years. Then we moved to some poo-butt little town in Maine, York, Maine. We lived there for a little bit and then uh, moved to West Newfield, Maine. How long did you stay in Maine? Oh, uh, my parents divorced in 90, so I was in Maine for like six years. 
Okay, because you use the cold weather to. I, I grew up in Maine, so oh, I could deal with cold weather, and I can. I'm like a polar bear, dude. <laughs> I flourish when it's cold out. Oh, I am shorts and chanclas nonstop. I don't care what the weather is. You're a total. He's not Polynesian, but he acts like one. You, as you, much would, as he you can. would think it. You know, Absolutely, like always in sandals, always in shorts. Every once in a while, I'll throw a sweatshirt on if if weather permitting. <laughs> Um, so as we said, you know, different backgrounds. I, I lived in Maine, parents split. My mom was originally from the San Inez Valley, born in Santa Barbara. Uh, my grandparents, uh, moved here in the sixties and I grew up with them in the San Inez Valley. Uh, went to San Inez Elementary, baby, baby Bobcat all the way to regular Bobcats. Um, went to San Inez, graduated in 02. Uh, went to Santa Barbara City College, you know, kind of lost track of the school part. Had a great run. So I got to meet this guy as a linebacker. And when we went to Santa Barbara City College, you know, I played at a pretty fairly big high school where, you know, we had 50, 60 guys on the roster maybe. And when we went to Santa Barbara City, the very first day of summer, there must have been 120 kids. At least, dude. Trying out. And it, this was the prime of the steroid era. It wasn't just baseball. Yeah, yeah, it was in the junior college system. Well, there's no testing in junior college, so no. why would you care? I am talking back zits, rages, <laughs> muscles everywhere. Oh, well, you know, that first that first intro, you know, we're all sitting at, like, if you've if anybody's ever been to Santa Barbara and been to Santa Barbara City College, La Playa Stadium's beautiful. Oh, best stadium bleachers ever. For, for a junior college. For a junior college, I mean, the the stairs are like, I don't know, um, 50 yards, prob- nah, probably not that far, maybe 30, 35, but at a serious incline. And at the top, you're overlooking the ocean and all Great that. Great for viewing, terrifying for a workout. Yeah. When, the, when coach says bleachers, you were just... Yeah. You're running bleachers in full gear and cleats. Not a pretty sight. But our first, our first team meeting of our freshman year... Like like Paulo said, we've got 120 cats, and everybody's giving you the look. You know, you get you're sizing everybody. Everyone's up. getting sized. Everybody's up. getting sized up. It I, I don't know. It's a dude thing. You know, it's like oh that dude's big. That dude looks like he sucks. Oh that guy's probably shitty. Um, but hey, you know, you know people look at me and it's like mm, this guy's a midget. Probably a circus so you know, dwarf. We're we're both. I'm about five nine and a half. No, don't I'm, a, I'm a tall five nine, <laughs> dude. You're you're five ten. Okay, whatever if you, you want. Ha, if your hair was standing up instead of balding, not that much hair. Yeah. <laughs> if instead of balding, if your hair was still standing up like it was when we met, kind of slicked back, you're you're a decent five ten. And then you throw in three and a half, uh, half three quarter spikes. You know, you're pushing that five eleven mark. Me, I'm five eight on a stack of phone books. But you know, as my mom used to say, I'm husky. You know. <laughs> But with all that, the competition was fierce. And, you know, by week one, this guy was our starting middle linebacker right next to a stud. But still, uh, the guy who should have been linebacker at a big college. Yeah. 
Mark Riley. Mark Riley. Mr. Mr. Oregon? Mr. Oregon out of Beaverton, Oregon. Like, I've learned more from that guy in one year than I learned in the 10 years of football I played before. So, you know, I attribute whatever I gained in that first year to playing next to that guy. I think your co-host when you played at junior college was really why you succeeded. But, uh, (laughs) no, one heck of a player um, stood out and... I, were all league, no, honorable mention first year, all league set for second year. Um, no, I I didn't get any any uh, all no accolades. All, no no accolades. My freshman year, we had a stacked team. My freshman year, we had I don't know four first team all conference guys. Our corners were the best corners in the nation yeah, at junior college for between the two. There was like twenty three interceptions between the two of them. Just beasts. And you know, I played. I didn't lose my starting job. That's all I was happy about. <laughs> So, and like Paula said, he didn't play the second year. I did. And you want to talk about a drop off? It's like the sinking of the Titanic. We had one Mm -hmm. offensive weapon my sophomore year. And our defense, I played next to a guy my sophomore year, Danny Christensen. I love playing against next to him because he was my size, a little shorter. But, you know, being short guys, you always have a chip on your shoulder. And we were, we, we did the best we could, you know. So you could tell that we love the time that we play. We cannot forget anything. And uh, that's really what, what what brought us here and making us talk about sports. And on top of that, Sean remembers everything. He is a... Uh, Savant? So, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. No. But I remember a bunch of useless information, Tons. especially when it comes to like stats, colleges, high schools, yes. like where guys play in a game. Yeah, just oh, there was twelve minutes left in the fourth quarter, and such and such happened. Scenario. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, um, I can't remember my name most days, but hey, <laughs> you asked me what happened my sophomore year against this team, and I'm probably gonna tell you. Yeah, and that's why I got him here because I forget a lot of stuff. You know. Yeah, you know, Paul, so. Paul is one of those guys. If- well, I used to have short-term memory loss. <laughs> <laughs> used to, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little. You know, I'm mature now. I remember most things. And disregard that uh, previous comment. Mature. That that's that's a stretch. Well, I do have a full grown mustache, which makes me look a little more mature. Uh, your your Mario mustache. I'm. You know, it's not. It's not the best. I mean, mine is slightly better. But it's not a solo act. You need a, you need the rest of your facial hair for your mustache oh, to really. Dude, that's low, dude. That's really low. You know, it's true. If, if if we went straight mustache, like just a mustache, if I shaved all this patchy, white, trashy looking beard that we're trying to grow, which we'll get into that later, um, my mustache is far better than yours fully grown out. <laughs> you know, that's up for debate. And you know what? My facial hair is in full rotation. I, I'm a man of many hats, masks and looks. Yeah. You know, I go for it. Yeah. You have, go for you it. have to wear many hats because your hair's falling <laughs> off your head. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, hey, let's get off of me and let's get into what's happening now in sports. Eighteen World Cup, Russia, it's happening. Um, Sean, who is in your starting lineup right now with the World Cup? Um, With that, you know, I'm not a big soccer guy. I never claimed to be. The only time I even care about soccer is the World Cup. It's, it's the Olympics of soccer, but not as cool as the Olympics. Don't ever misquote me in saying 
World Cup is as cool as the Olympics. But my starting lineup, you got it's got to be Christian, 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 Cristiano, Cristiano. Oh, don't forget that O at the no. end. Just let me just let me just call him what he is, Ronaldo. Everybody calls him Ronaldo. Yeah. Beast comes out, literally carries his team on his back. The whole squad. The whole squad. He, I mean, they're talking about it's going to be his year. He's got to carry the team to a tie. I mean, hey, that first goal, though, questionable. Very, very questionable. His Real Madrid, he plays Real Madrid, right? Yes, he plays. Yeah, Real Madrid. Madrid, his teammate, Nacho. I mean, great <laughs> name, by the way. Great name. If you had to have a Spanish soccer name, why would you not want to be Nacho? Is he, does he play next to Jalapeno? <laughs> <laughs> totally inappropriate. Uh, but hat trick, opening game. You know, keeping his team alive. Oh, great, great. Uh, they finished with a 3-3 tie over Spain, which is a super team. Yeah. Um, you know, Spain's one of those teams that always seems to have the squad, but always seems to falter. Well, it's Barcelona minus Messi and the rest of Real Madrid, which are the two best teams in La Liga. Yeah. And, and then... Um, but, hey, I, I do want to mention something. So, Elise, my wife said when we watched the first goal we were watching the game together she was feeding my child she goes oh he must be watching lebron i said no babe <laughs> lebron watches cristiano he is the king of the flop it's it's soccer it's it, we they invented it's the best flopping if you ever want to see a good flop if you want to get it down it's the best yeah you I, have to watch cristiano it's it's like you want to know why americans hate soccer that right there. If you if you saw Spain's first goal in that game, uh, Spain is on the attack. Portugal's defending. They send the ball down. There's there's a challenge for the ball on a high pass. They both go up to get it. The Portugal defender like great gets Spanish. Gr- Spanish. Oh, I'm sorry. No, because Spain Spain score. Spain was on the attack. The Portugal oh. defender goes up, gets grazed. Like I mean, oh. a hair from his forearm like grazes his chin, and he falls down like he got hit in the face by a baseball bat. Meanwhile, the dude is still possessing the ball, beats two defenders, and scores a goal. Meanwhile, the guy whining and crying on the ground looks up completely fine to find out that he's given up a goal because he's being a baby. <laughs> That right there is the epitome of why people hate soccer. You got to have timing with your flop. You can't be flopping and like, oh, giving up a goal. It has to be, you know, Cristiano's the best. He flopped and got a penalty. Yeah. And look what happened. He scored. He's probably a really good actor. Yeah. He should be in a movie. Totally. All right. So now we're going to go into the riding the pine. Where are you going? In the game. Sit down. What do you mean? You got to have five out there. Sit down. Sit. Paulo, yes. who is riding the pine for you today? Well, the teams who aren't in the World Cup. Oh, yeah, let's, let's talk about that. United States of America riding the pine hard. Let, let, me, let me just segue that into being like, all right, so we didn't make the World Cup, but soccer's like, what, our seventh best sport? We, we've made the previous ones. Yeah. So you expect, and who did we lose to? Ghana. We, no, we, no. It, it's uh, like Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> One of the islands that we visit for vacations. Oh, no. They're a territory of the United States, well, right? We, you got to beat them. Yeah. It's like we lost to Jamaica. You lose to, I don't know who it is, but those island countries right there on the East Coast. Yes. Yeah, you, should, you shouldn't lose to them. 
if you want to be a powerhouse in the... They have the population of Rhode Island. <laughs> have you ever been to Rhode Island? You can drive across it in an hour. Is Nantucket in Rhode Island? <laughs> That's a... <laughs> Anyways, right. that United States is right in the pine. Also, I uh, recently have done... You know, I am Peruvian. It's a country in South America. I call it the California of South America. Both of my parents immigrated from that country. So I grew up believing, hey... I'm 100% Peruvian. Until my father-in-law brings me a gift, the AncestryDNA.com saliva test. I spit in a tube. I thought it was 23 and me. No, no, no. I, I did. It, it, you know, both are probably... You You're know, spitting in a tube either way. I'm spitting in a tube. I'm a spitter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> spit in the tube. My results come back. And I'm 48% Italian. <laughs> yeah, talk about a shock. I mean, the guy's got the Peruvian crest tattooed on his left shoulder. I mean, he's got the Vicuña, the, uh, what is that, it's a, a cornucopia. cornucopia? It's a cornucopia Corn- and an olive tree. Yeah, olive tree. Great artwork. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, Italy is also riding the pine, not making the World Cup. Previous champions, can't even make it out. Um, Want to see them, man. They're a staple for me in the World Cup. You know, I love their players. I love the the mafioso potential like scamming going on behind their team and how why they made the team. I love that all, and it's missing this year. So well, it's because uh, Super Mario Batelli. You know, they're one guy that anybody knows. I mean, if you know anybody else on the Italian team, uh, props to you because they're not the team they used to. They're be, Sean. dead. They're they, definitely they, they, not. You know, but to follow up with. Apollo's Peruvian ancestry, don't mind the alliteration there, um, being that the United States did not make the cup. Didn't make it. I, I have requested to Paulo, or no, he... I requested him. He, I, he actually asked me who I was going to go for. I have built a coalition of people, non-soccer fans and United States soccer fans who don't know who to, to cheer for. And if you're not knowing who to cheer for, I am requesting... And asking, and it's a great team to cheer for, Peru. Mind you, Team Peru has not been in the World Cup since what? 82. 82? 82. 82. 82. Right before I was born. Yeah. So Um, Paulo's never seen it. This is the first time in his life where he's witnessed his home country, quote, um, as I air quote the mic, um, is in the World Cup. They're in the dance, you know. We're in the show. You know, with our stars questionable of playing the whole time. We don't know for the last five months... No one knows if Paolo Guerrero, great first name. Great first name. I think he na- he's named after you, by the way. He, I, he was named after me. He was. He's like, hey, there's the guy who made it. Started at Santa Barbara City College. One game. <laughs> one game. <laughs> Anyways, this guy's a stud, and he helped the team make it. You know, they won all their um, games to make it, and uh, he got caught. He didn't pass a drug test, but it wasn't. They said it was cocaine, but it wasn't cocaine. Medicinal. It wasn't medicinal. Well, kind of medicinal because in Peru, when you go up into the Andes, high altitude, great mountains, great right? candies, great by the way. ruins, great candies. You little little after dinner mint. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the liquor. What, what's the liqueur or the? Uh, oh, what's that stuff? Pisco. No, not oh. pisco. In the candies, there's the the liqueur that's in the candies. Oh, I don't know. Uh, creme de creme de menthe. That's oh, what it is. You are such an alcoholic. <laughs> And anyways, up in the Andes, to deal with the altitude, with you take the coca leaf before it becomes cocaine, you make it a tea. 
you drink it and you're you do fine. It's kind of like taking Dramamine before you go on the boat. Okay. Nothing serious, right? This guy pisses and they're like, hey, you're out. FIFA says no, you're not going to the World Cup. Peru's devastated. So two things. Was he high as F? Or and <laughs> how good was that tea? Oh well, you, great tea, first of all. But uh, no, I never had. I've never taken it. But what they say is that it wasn't the processed drug. Okay. You know, so, it wasn't coke. You're not. You're not. You're not snorting the leaf. So he's not getting high off of of a drug, but uh, after after that being said and done, who is FIFA? To judge anyone. Well, FIFA's corrupt. I don't know. I mean, come on. Come on. It, it's, it's bad. But hey, so they let him go. Yeah. He's good to go. He's playing. And we got a shot. Yeah. You, pl- you play the Danes tomorrow. We I play mean- the Danes. I just want to let you know, we are recording this in Solvang, California. It is the Danish capital of America. It's my what I call my hometown right now. The DCA. The DCA. And we are playing the Danes tomorrow. We need to go Peru. Let's go. I don't care where we're at. It's where you're from. I'm from Peru. All right. I don't care what ancestry says. <laughs> so go for Peru. Um, I want to talk about my starting lineup for soccer. Okay. Oh, um, is Russia. My starting lineup is Russia. They killed it for a home team to open up the, the games with a 5-0 win over Saudi Arabia is how you do it. Okay, I did not, you know, I know Russia are big, strong folk, but I did not expect a 5-0 win, even over a team like Saudi Arabia, who isn't a traditionally powerhouse soccer team. But they grow great beards. I'm sure the chest hair and the beards on that team is phenomenal. Oh my gosh, what's the guy from Street Fighter? Zangief? Great chest hair. <laughs> but he's from the USSR. Bad, bad, comrade. Oh, come on, man. I, not, come I on, if you're going to drop something like that. I can't. I can't focus on that stuff, man. I really, I figured he was Russian, so. <laughs> hey, but uh, yeah, five goals in their first game. That was yesterday. Um, just phenomenal job. Really reminded me of uh, in 1994, my dad got uh, took me to a game at Stanford. It was Russia versus Cameroon, I believe. And there was a record broken. One guy from Russia, one guy scored all five goals. Hmm. Record for the World Cups all time. One was a penalty, and then he scored two in each half. Uh, I have to look up his name, but he was a phenomenal job. But Russia's in my starting lineup. Um, Sean, who's uh, riding pine for you? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a different route for riding the pine for me. It's not a team. It's a thing. The Vuvuzeles are back. Vuvuzeles? Whatever. Those annoying-ass horns that everybody blows. I mean, it's like you got to watch the game on mute because all you hear is... It should be a If you're going to blow a horn, can you at least sound like Earth, Wind, and Fire? Seriously, right? I mean, or be a good ska band. I mean... <laughs> you can't be mighty mighty Boston, right? You can't you can't have a good ska band without a horn section. Oh I my mean, gosh! And it's so erratic. And you know, it's taken away from the great soccer chants. I want to hear some good chants, or I want to see a good fight. I mean, you, you get this, you get the soccer hooligans out there, and you're looking at a good fight. Oh. But those horn, those plastic funnel-looking objects should be banned from games. I mean. Well, I, it was cool in South Africa, but that was two World Cups ago. Yeah. That was almost, it? What was the last World Cup? Where was it? 
Brazil. Brazil, yeah. It, it was, was in Brazil. Brazil. It was in Brazil, and then before that, South South, South Africa. Africa, and that's jo- where it came Joburg. from. Joburg. Yeah, and that's where it should have stayed. And now Stay they're there. Now they're everywhere. Everywhere. Can't get rid of them. No. Absolutely. I agree with you. That is just... Needs to be out of the game. I, I, I can't deal with it. Um, next, we're going to start talking about the U.S. Open. We're on day two of uh, one of the best golf tournaments. They're playing at... Shinnecock? Shinnecock. Shinnecock. I love it. A great logo, by the way. Great logo. If you are an American traditional tattoo fan, you will love the logo of this golf course. Oh, yeah. If you you are a fan of the the logo of the the Washington Redskins or the Cleveland Indians. It's more Chicago Blackhawks. I will go, yeah. I think it's big headdress. Big headdress. Phenomenal logo. I'm not feeling insensitive to to the look of it. Um... Yeah, if you're soft, maybe, but I mean, let's get over it. It's 2018. And you got a crossing. There's arrow. an arrow and a golf club. Was that nine wood? Yeah, no, it's probably an iron. <laughs> a wood? No, it's an iron. Okay, but, but yeah. uh, like going going into the U.S. Open, um, conditions are tough. I mean, we're on day two, and I'm sorry, we're finished with day two. There's one guy under par. Dustin Johnson is. Four under, he's got a four-stroke lead over two players, and the cut, I the cut for day three is plus eleven, I think. Oh, I'm sorry, plus eight, Oof. plus eight. So notable names not making the cut, other than Tiger Woods. I mean, Tiger, come on, buddy. I mean, you've won fourteen majors, but he does. He's he's been back. But he's not really winning anything. He's just in the mix. Yeah. Uh, and, and how that's all, that's all he needs to be, you know? But plus 10's not in the mix. How old is Tiger right now? Oh, God. Tiger's got to be... 40? Pushing it. Because we're, we're... We're not close to 40, but... Um, I'm just... Yeah, he, together. he was doing it when we were in high school. Yeah, so he's 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 hitting, he's getting there. He's almost Tom Brady esque. Um, other notable names: Jordan Spieth is at plus nine. Tiger Woods, like I said, plus ten. Rory McIlroy, plus ten. Uh, let's see, Bubba Watson, plus eleven. Jason Day, plus twelve. Charles Schwartzel, plus twelve. Matt Kuchar, plus twelve. All big names, not gonna make the Tiger's cut. forty-two. Is he 42? 42. I'm telling you, man. That's, hey, at some point, he's got to try How many of those out. guys that you just named are? Oh, uh, they're under 30. Under 30. Yeah, so I'm, I'm giving it for the veteran. He's almost getting that, that discount. Yeah. <laughs> go, go to Perko's Cafe for an early bird special at 4.30 in the afternoon and have your dinner. <laughs> go home, watch a Murder, She Wrote. Maybe if you stay up long enough, catch some Matlock. Um <laughs> Do but, they still show Matlock? Uh, I'm I'm sure it's on if you have DirecTV or satellite. I was a more of a Columbo guy. Yeah, I liked Columbo, I liked Columbo better. Columbo. Yeah, you know him and his little wonky eye. I liked his dog. <laughs> you know, do you remember what his dog's name was? No, dog. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> so I mean, look if you look at the scoreboard, notable names near the top: Heinrich Stenson's at plus one, Justin Rose is at plus one, Ian Poulter plus one. Uh, big surprise, Ricky Fowler tied for ninth at plus two. Ricky so. Fowler is my new favorite golfer. I'm jealous of him. His new fiance is Allison Stoke. I don't know if you've ever seen the hot athletes icons on Facebook, top 10 hottest athletes, top 15. She's the pole vaulter from Cal Berkeley. She's smoking. Great six pack. 
I don't know what it is about pole vaulters, but they are jacked. An awesome breed. An awesome breed of folk. They're just my favorite type of female athlete. Um, but yeah, that's what I gotta say about Ricky. I the reason I like Ricky, he wears orange. Saying as pirates, black He's, and orange. He still wears the flat bill hat though. Little little, little NorCal. Little NorCal guy. Yeah. Like oh. But he used to ride dirt bikes. Oh, did he? I'm pretty sure he rode dirt oh, bikes. Well then I'll give it to him. Yeah, he so he can he can pull that off if he wants. Okay. But yeah, going into day three, anybody's game, course is playing rough. They're you know, they're talking about more wind, and if that winds up, we're looking at high scores. So, you know, everybody complains about the U.S. Open, but if there's no weather, people seem to just tear the courses up. Other than that, you know, you got to deal with the elements. And playing golf in the wind isn't fun. Just ask Paulo. Oh, I'm wait. Golfed. He sucks at golf. I stick to the clubhouse. Yeah. <laughs> right next to the bar. Uh, you know, or, uh, yeah, exactly. Or I'll just get the golf cart and follow the drink cart. <laughs> hey, you know, as, as long as they have a drink cart going around. It's a drinking game to me. I don't really go out there and, like, try to beat the course. I try to work on my drinking stamina. <laughs> oh, well, if you try to beat the course, you definitely get beat. Oh, uh, every time. Yeah. Every time. You, it's you, not. I, I look at the views. Oh, what a what a nice whole par three. <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably a par five, but yeah, he just doesn't you know. know any better. <laughs> um. So, you know, that, that, that's the U.S. Open. That's, like I said, anybody's game. Uh, move, moving forward into more hotter topics like NBA. You know, the NBA season just wrapped up. Why is it more popular when it's over? Well, you know, nobody cares. Everybody talks about on Facebook how they don't care. They're not watching the NBA. Cavs got swept. Golden State's three out of four. They're unbeatable. It's unfair. It's unfair. Are they a dynasty? Absolutely. Absolutely. But let's not talk about that. Let's talk about the carousel. This reminds me like when the NFL season's over and the coaching carousel happens, firing and trades and moves. Oh, yeah. We're all thinking about who's going to be that super team. And one of the key players right now, other than LeBron and Paul George, is Kawhi. Yeah. um, A guy who hasn't said boo to the media in the past, I don't know, six years. Does he speak? I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard him talk. I thought he was a foreigner coming from San Antonio, right? You I was know? like, "Oh, what island are you from?" <laughs> Seriously, right down from the beach. <laughs> <laughs> so, what part of Jamaica are you from? <laughs> right down from the beach, boy. <laughs> um, so now all of a sudden he wants out of San Antonio. There's definitely something behind the scenes going on in San Antonio. Kawhi wants out. He wants out. I've heard a lot of rumors about. How they don't want him to get a big contract with Nike or Adidas, and he's not really getting paid what he should. He is a star in the NBA, and he's not being reciprocated financially like that. And yeah. he's being stopped down by the team that you know should be supporting him. Yeah, um, I mean, but is he is he worth the supermax deal? I mean, I think so. I mean, is he is he injury prompt? Is, is oh. he going to get hurt? Is he go- is he worth it? How seriously is that thigh injured? You know, it's like he missed. I thought it was a hand. No, that's LeBron. No, 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 LeBron. That was like, <laughs> no. He hurt his hand. No, it was a thigh injury. Because oh. remember, uh, Manu Ginobili was talking about how he had the same thigh injury, and oh, right, right, right. he came back and he's got injury. Like, there was a hand injury. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, and then the ankle from the previous year, and he's got he. So yes, he is injury prone. So if he's seeking a trade, who do they ship him to? You know, it's like do do. 
if, if I'm San Antonio, I don't want him staying in the West. The West is hard enough. I mean, but where do you send him in the East? I mean, the viable options for the East is probably Boston, Cleveland, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, if if I'm a player, I'm only looking at those options. So, but the news is he's looking at Los Angeles. I mean, everybody wants to end up. Everyone in LA. wants LA. It's hot. It's I warm. Mean, it's the West. Yeah, you know, and and you, I, I think with like even the LeBron trade, and you got to stay in your same conference. Yeah, I, you know it better. You're more competitive than that. Conference. I, I, do, I do, if Kawhi goes to the East, does he automatically make his team a qualifier for the finals? I don't think so. No. I, I mean, he's good, but he's he's not a guy that's going to take your team to the promised land by himself. He, he, he's just not. Yeah. No, I think he stays in the West, and you know, you link up with a LeBron or a Paul George, and it's those three guys need to do something, one or the other, but two of them need to get together. Yeah. Um, and off of that, you know, reading ESPN, they're talking to him like how there's all these moves and potential trades to get Paul George, LeBron, and Kawhi to the Lakers. You can know, Magic do that? Uh, Magic pretty much can Is do whatever. Is that tampering? Yeah, he can do whatever. Magic can do whatever he wants. He's Magic Johnson. I mean, when you're running the Lakers and the Dodgers. Uh, and like 20 Starbucks? Probably. I mean. <laughs> and- <laughs> And all the movie theaters in LA. I mean, no, but he sold out on all that stuff, right? Well, well let's let's be let's be honest. Mag- Magic can do whatever he wants because he beat HIV. Oh, he's he's when you got the cash, you get what you need. My goodness, I I thought I, I was I remember being sad when I was. Oh, a kid. seeing that report. Oh, Magic Johnson, HIV positive, dead. And I was like, Bye. everybody's dying from AIDS, and then and he got like stronger. Yeah, he was like, oh, did he just get? I think he grew a couple inches and uh, put on put oh. on a few lbs. So if anyone could do it, Magic will do it. Magic will do it. Oh, man. But San Ant- San Antonio is going to be pretty reluctant to let their star player stay in stay in conference and go to the Lakers. Because uh, how many more years he's got on his contract? He's tied in. Uh, I would, probably two to four years would be my. I mean, I don't, you know, specifics. Yeah. And how long do you want? How much longer do you want to play for Popovich? You know, I know he's had a tough year, but yeah, it's yeah. it's. I, and I don't see Popovich coaching a lot longer. Well, yeah, and the Spurs are definitely hitting that decline from from former not, past glory. Yeah, when you're still playing Manu and Tony, I mean, your starting backcourt average is forty years old. You know, you're gonna get outrun. I'll give it up to those guys, but they're still balling, right? But still balling. I, I I don't blame Kawhi for wanting to leave. Yeah, I, and I, if he gets traded, he gets traded. If he, I just don't want to see him go somewhere where he's unappreciated or he just like disintegrates and becomes a nothing player. Yeah, I mean, but then that could very easily happen. I mean, despite the Lakers to not trade him there, he could go to the Suns and be oh, worthless. They're the worst so, team in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know that. You go to Phoenix, you go to Sacramento. I mean, where? Well, the Suns got. They might pick up their boy from Arizona, right? Um, in the draft. Yeah. What's What's his name? DeAndre Guyton. Guyton. Oh, the big boy. Yeah, he's like he lost first round on the tournament. Yeah, that that's. I don't think that affects his draft stock much. But no, you you he'll be fine. But the other kid too uh, from uh, from Oklahoma. Oh, the uh, the guard Trey uh, um, Trey Young Trey Young Trey I think, Young. I think that's his last name. Yeah, I don't. Know. I, I I think he's overhyped. He's he's a wannabe Russell Westbrook. Well, and they're comparing him to Steph. Um, Steph 
took a Davidson team. Garbage Davidson team. With NAT first and then the tournament. Mm-hmm. And murdered one games. This guy, with propaganda, made it into the tournament. Didn't even belong there. And got washed out in the first game. Yeah. Yeah, not very... Not 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 that impressive. I'm not too excited for this upcoming class as far as the people that they're projecting to be high. I'm sure there's going to be guys that come through and, uh, and and are stars, but yeah, you know they they talk about uh, like the overseas player that Luca Donkic Donkic, pardon the uh, pronunciation of his name. You know they're talking he's maybe a bust. I mean. Everybody's trying to find that next Porzingis. That uh, I like Porzingis. He's he, he balls. I mean, I he's what seven one can shoot the J from downtown. Um, he's got he can handle the ball a little bit. He's a presence in the post. You know, the cat can play. Yeah, and I still remember when they drafted him. He got booed off the stage. You know, <laughs> no, exactly. Well, that, it's New York too. Tough crowd. Um, but hey, you got any other news? Um. You know, I I think that that's pretty good for the first day. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Uh, I want to throw a shout out to Sleefs um, with my whole coalition of Peruvian fans for the World Cup. We, I've ordered my crew uh, Sleefs arm compression sleeves with uh, Peruvian logo all over it. Uh, kept my left arm, your right arm warm. All recording of this podcast. Um, and let's go Peru. <laughs> Viva Peru, right? <laughs> Viva Peru. All right, we're out. Thank you very much. Please hit the subscribe button. Leave us a review. Get on the iTunes. Follow us, whatever you got to do. Um, and just keep on listening. Yeah, check us out. You know, good review or bad review. Um, we'll, we'll take all feedback. And we just, got thick skin. We, we do. We can take it. Um, if you liked us, let us know. If you didn't like us, let us know why. And just so you know, we will shout out the worst review on the upcoming podcast. Yeah, whoever makes the most fun of us, we're gonna we'll give you a shout. Yeah, out. we'll give you we'll throw you some props. I mean, get you can get creative. It's almost like hashtag Grossby, but not not to that level. Well, hey, thanks for listening to our very first podcast one more time. This is Hold My Whistle. This is Paulo. I'm Foy, and we're out. Can you blow my whistle, baby, whistle, baby, let me know Girl, I'm gonna show you how to do it and we start real slow You just put your lips together